0: Hello, everyone. I'm Dr. Carmen Pugliafino, and I'm happy to be here today with Professor Anat Lowenstein, who is Director of the Ophthalmology Department at Tel Aviv Medical Center, also happens to be current President of the Israeli Ophthalmologic Society, and Secretary General of the uh, Your Retina. So welcome to Retina Synthesis. Welcome back.
1: Thank you very much, Carmen. It's a pleasure to be here.
0: You talked about your pioneering work in home OCT monitoring. We'd like to talk about that today. What is the current status of home OCT monitoring for the management of neovascular AMD?
1: So basically, um, the home monitoring uh, technology is pending FDA approval. Uh, It has been shown to be effective in Uh, monitoring uh, the fluid levels in uh, divided two compartments, subretinal, intraretinal, and total retinal fluid in patients that are undergoing treatment for neovascular macular degeneration. We've been able to show uh, pretty uh, uh, surprising even results as to the ability of older people to use and operate this technology. We found that more than 90% of the patients, albeit elderly ones, or ones that, uh, or people that have a pretty low visual acuity, can still operate the technology, the technology and achieve um, gradable uh, scans. We also uh, were able to see that the compliance to uh, continuous monitoring is pretty good, and that uh, the patients continue to do the test uh, more than five times a week. And then we were able to show very uh, detailed trajectories as to the fluid levels, the way it accumulates prior to treatment and the way it's resolved post-treatment. We can identify various patterns, people uh, in whom the, the fluid is uh, resolved fast, people in whom the fluid is resolved in a much slower manner. And it really also depends on the length of exposure to the fluid. All these results show us the theoretical ab- ability of the HOMO-CT to uh, give us a lot of data about the fluid levels in the patient. Currently, there are studies that are uh, conducted both by the DRCRnet and by pharma that are going to see if to all this monitoring and the exact the, the knowing exactly where the, when the fluid starts, if it has finally an impact on, on visual acuity. Because uh, for the CT to be operational and be adopted by our community, we need to have either a decreasing burden by lowering the number of non-injection visits so the patient will come only when the fluid accumulates and the threshold is achieved and his physician is alerted and he is alerted. Or if we'll have a final better visual acuity because the retina will be exposed to less, Levels or of fluid or less time of fluid, namely less fluid under the curve.
0: So, what are the dynamics of some of the patterns that you've seen about fluid response, fluid accumulation, and fluid response, treatment response?
1: So, it's very interesting. What we were able to see is that if this fluid exposure is longer. For example, if a patient, uh, we have an example of patients that uh, uh, the fluid started to accumulate uh, after, let's say, uh, five weeks of uh, after the injection, and uh, they were scheduled for treatment extend visit, uh, which was, let's say, uh, three weeks later, and apparently they were expo- exposed to fluid in a too long a time. In these patients, the fluid, um, the fluid resolution was also slower. Uh, we were also able to see that uh, in patients that get the treatment promptly they actually uh, have a faster resolution of the fluid um we didn't we don't have a long enough term a long term Follow up yet to say how this impacts visual acuity, but definitely we can show the differences in the exposure to fluid. We also have a few patients that are were already treated according to the Homo CT technology. So they, at the minute the fluid started to accumulate, to accumulate they were treated after two days, and um, in these patients the resolution was much faster. Mm. What we, what we did and what we uh, showed is that um, there is a really a, a, bi- a, a big difference if there is a slower, uh, if the time until the treatment is done is longer.
0: So, so early intervention seems to be valuable.
1: Well, you know, Carmen, like we always say, whenever you treat earlier, eh, almost any disease, you get better results. We know that also baseline visual acuity is the most important biomarker for better potential visual acuity outcome, and it has been shown in the CAT trial and in many trials. So also early retreatment is probably very important.
0: So how do you think, how do you see this system be used after approval? Or how do you use it now? In Israel, you have access to it. So how do you use it to manage patients in the real world?
1: So actually in Israel, we only have it on research terms until now, but now we are going to do a collaboration with one of the HMOs and a pharma company that is going to look at the whole digital health model. I think, Carmen, what you ask now is a very important question, maybe the most important one, because it's not enough to have a good technology. It's not enough to have the science uh, prove what we claim to say. We also need to think about actually looking at the whole a system as a new digital health model, because you need to have three points of care. One is the patient. The patient needs to do a daily home OCT. The second is the monitoring center that gets all the OCTs that the patient mount, that the system mounted on the cloud. And the the monitoring center is the one to make sure that there is an alert to the physician and to the patient, and that the patient is summoned to the physician. Also, the monitoring center is is, uh, responsible for providing the technology to the patient. The the model is that the physician prescribes the technology to a, a suitable patient. It's not something you can go and buy in the supermarket. And then the monitoring center gets the prescription and sends the device to the patient. He follows him with a 100 number or online to show him exactly how to operate the technology. And then he monitors his compliance. Uh, and uh, is also responsible for a very important point of reimbursement of the physician for his time. So the physician uh, is going to be reimbursed for uh, every patient that he has on the HOMO-CT and also for uh, looking at the alert that, uh, that he gets from uh, the patients that are on the technology. And then uh, the, the patient comes to the physician as, and continues as per the standard of care.
0: So, um, will this? How will this be impacted by treatment approaches that have greater durability, like, faricimab? How does that figure into the calculation?
1: Yeah, this is another excellent question. Um, well, uh, uh, the longer the treatment interval, the more important is the homocity because. You know, with let's say with fericimab or with uh, eight milligram Afibirceb, uh, we know that, let's say, 50 to 60 patients can go with a time interval of four months and almost 80% can go with a time interval of uh, three months, but it's not all the patients. So for each individual patient, there is a different time interval. And if you want to send your patient for three months without seeing them, you want them to be monitored. You don't want them to have fluids for a long time because you have a treatment that theoretically works three to four months. So the longer the treatment interval, the more important is the whole monitoring. So what
0: about uh, diabetic macular edema?
1: So we actually have uh, some preliminary studies also looking at diabetic macular edema because the technology can detect fluid in nanoliters, fluid volume in nanoliters in all the compartments so uh, subretinal and intraretinal, and theoretically it can be also uh, important in diabetic macular edema. However, because in DME we are much more permissive for the fluid, uh, we think that it's less of an importance. Because you know, if a patient is called to come, let's say uh, after a certain time, according to a twist and extend regimen, and he had intraretinal fluid for some time, it's not a disaster like it is in AMD. But definitely. It will have a role once the longer acting drugs will be uh, will be used. Uh, it has a great potential of that too.
0: Yeah, I mean the concept of the personalized treatment interval would fit in very nicely with home OCT because this is the ultimate way of
1: calculating the PTI. Uh, absolutely, it's exactly it's exactly personalized, tailored to the patient medicine, and it is also a. I think it, it also uh, comes in a good time when we think every, we think that a very important thing is to have patient-centric care and that the patient takes responsibility of his treatment. It's not anymore the patriar- patriarchal uh, uh, medicine that we tell them what to do. They're also responsible to do the treatment, to do the tests, to monitor themselves. And I, I think nowadays it gets more and more attention. And many patient advocacy groups are, uh, are really enthusiastic about that as well.
0: So, um, what is the underlying computer technology for doing the analysis of the fluid? Is there artificial intelligence involved?
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. In the in the analysis of the of the fluid, there is AI involved. There is a, there is a, a machine learning facilitated the calculation of the fluid. Uh, there, it's a complicated. Uh, software that looks at that. I I can even tell you that um, uh, many, many of the details are within the machine learning part and the the physician is not even exposed to this. I would not say it's a black box uh, because we all know what we are looking for and we all know that there is segmentation and then calculation of the fluid, but the small details are uh, based on machine learning.
0: No, this has been exciting. When do you think that... um this will be available in the United States, any uh, time? Yeah,
1: Yeah, so actually it is ready and it's already uh, used in uh, pharma trials also in the United States and in in the DRCR net trial, it's going to start uh, shortly. Uh, So the technology is available. It's just pending FDA approval and the FDA approval uh, takes some time because of the issue of the final outcome. Uh, The FDA wants to see some kind of final outcome after a certain follow-up uh, that shows uh, that there is either a and, and, uh, some kind of better visual acuity or a lowering of the burden
0: um what is the network trial designed to do?
1: um the network trial is designed to um to compare standard of care without home monitoring to uh to the monitoring with the home OCT uh, evaluating the final outcome. This is going to provide the ultimate response if it changes the final visual acuity, the number of injections and so on.
0: So, but, so, so the, the, this is a change in the in the practice algorithm in the sense that your research suggests that early treatment of fluid activation is beneficial so that the patients yeah, need patients need to come in at non-scheduled times
1: correct yeah this will definitely require it's 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 an issue because it will need we will need to change the way we are are managing our practices we will need to be able to accommodate to all these patients that come uh, in an unexpected in a not necessarily expected way and uh, I'm completely aware of this issue and it's not the only issue, you know, whenever you're talking about AI medicine, you have the issue of liability, the issue of regulation, the issue of reimbursement, and also the issue of the, our need to change the way we practice, uh, we, we practice the management of our patients. But I think that these changes are feasible, and I think the way we accommodated to monthly injections in such a large number of patients, we will be able to make the, the changes necessary on a, on a very uh, clinic-to-clinic basis.
0: Well, this is exciting. Congratulations on all this great work, because I really thank do you, think, Carmen. I really do think um, you've been working on this for a while, but I, I do think it will be implemented, and it's very consistent with. Other developments in retinal pharmacotherapy in terms of increased durability, personalized treatment intervals, and
1: yes, and it's also consistent with the a shift of uh, in medicine in general uh, to home monitoring and also to home treatment. You know, yeah. so it's kind of consistent with with what, and personalized medicine.
0: Good. Thank you for joining us from Israel and have a good. Thank night. you
1: very much, Carmen. Thank you for the opportunity. Have a have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye.